Listen, there's a great work to be done. As soon as you win this court battle, you must deliver this message. Take advantage of this opportunity and declare a powerful message to this world. He expects more of us. He believes we can do more. Who's going to stop Christ? Who's going to stop Christ from getting this work done? This is Behind the Work. Welcome to Behind the Work. I'm Grant Turgeon. No doubt 2022 will be the most important year in our history. That's a quote from the December 23rd, 2021 member and coworker letter by Philadelphia Church of God, Pastor General Gerald Flurry. This four page letter is a succinct and inspiring recap of God's work in 2021, which is going to set us up for the most important year ever, 2022, as he said. Here at the beginning of this coworker letter, Mr. Flurry writes, 32 years ago, God moved his lamp to the Philadelphia Church of God. We started with just $80 in the bank. Imagine that. Mr. Flurry got fired from the Worldwide Church of God on December 7th, 1989, along with his assistant, Mr. John Amos. And they had nowhere to go, no backup plan, no jobs to go to yet. Just $80 combined to put toward reviving God's work. I've heard plenty of stories from that time of ministers who did not like the direction the WCG was going, who actually made sure they had thousands of followers ready to leave the WCG with them to support them. They didn't have the faith to just leave like Mr. Flurry and Mr. Amos did. God starts things really small. And he always provides. He always comes through if we trust him and if we have real faith. And the only way you could find faith back then, (laughs) only place you could find faith back then was in Mr. Flurry and Mr. Amos. None of those other ministers who were making sure they had financial security before they took action were exhibiting any faith at all. Mr. Flurry continues in this coworker letter. Since then, God has blessed us with so many tools to do his work, including several high quality means of broadcasting and publishing God's truth. Armstrong auditorium, a well-equipped staff around the world, beautiful campuses, successful educational institutions, the Gulfstream G450, and so much more. Over the weekend, I talked to someone who is visiting the headquarters campus here in Edmond, Oklahoma, for the singles winter weekend. And he actually hasn't been here since... 2007 I believe 
and he's just shocked by all the changes here on campus in that time. Back then, he was saying it was essentially just the John Amos Fieldhouse. And now there's Armstrong Auditorium and probably half a dozen other buildings. It's just been constant progress and building and growth. And God continues to bless his work. There is this mindset of just continually building because we don't know exactly when this work will be done. We do not know exactly when Jesus Christ will return. So God continues to provide more and more resources, more and more avenues to do the work. Mr. Flurry writes about the challenges facing God's warning message. This message keeps on getting stronger. You've probably noticed that from the most recent Key of David television programs. From the Trumpet Daily, of course. From the Philadelphia Trumpet News Magazine. And the way things are now, there are many more censors, self-appointed arbiters of truth. People who want to interpret the truth for everyone else. And these types of corrupt individuals will do anything they can to censor or shut down God's message. YouTube, Facebook, a lot of these large social media companies, these supposedly, allegedly, objective, impartial mediums constantly shut down any sort of religious or conservative political message. God's message falls victim to that as well. And so God has to provide other ways to get the message out. We have to always be praying about finding more open doors to deliver that message. Mr. Flurry talks about 100,000 people responding to the Key of David program this past year. The responses in the United Kingdom and Australia being rather impressive as well. And he says, in today's radical climate, these numbers are impressive, but we still need to reach far more people with God's message. Our predecessor, the late Herbert W. Armstrong, always talked about reaching the largest audience possible. I've talked a lot about Mr. Armstrong in the early days of God's work during the sixth era of the One True Church. Back in the 1930s, 1940s, where Mr. Armstrong, as, as big of a thinker as he was, would have been happy just to expand throughout the entire Pacific Northwest and eventually down the West Coast and maybe even improbably throughout the entire United States. Little did he know that God would use him to fulfill Matthew 24, verse 14 of delivering that gospel message, the good news of the coming kingdom of God around the entire world. 
not just a national message or a regional message. So Mr. Armstrong was always motivated to expand, to reach more minds with God's truth. And look how he was used. Look how God blessed him because he was a big thinker. He thought big. He preached the gospel around the world. And that same mindset is still alive in the church today. Mr. Flurry also wants to reach the largest audience possible. The key of David is now on a TV station in the Philippines that reaches 75% of the entire population. And that station was acquired at a 40% discount. The trumpet daily hosted by Mr. Stephen Flurry has been expanding its reach on CRN digital talk radio, which reaches 11 million homes. And also the trumpet daily is on the radio over the air in Phoenix and much of the state of Arizona. Now Phoenix is one of the hotbeds of the 2020 presidential election steal. So that is quite the location for the trumpet daily to play live every weekend on the radio. They need to hear a little bit more <laughs> about the truth about the election. And eventually that election steal will be fixed. Mr. Flurry writes here, one other broadcasting note this month, uh, speaking of December, KPCG added its 16th program, Shakespeare's Royal Education. The program is hosted by Dennis Leap and focuses on the plays that deal most with leadership and nation building. William Shakespeare loved the British Empire. He always thought beyond the borders of England. He was no little Englander. In fact, the vast majority, I think all of his major plays except for one, are actually set outside of England. They're set in they're set in other nations such as Denmark. So Shakespeare's Royal Education, that's a new radio program here on KPCG. And if all goes well next week, I will be interviewing the host of that program, Mr. Dennis Leap, about his new program. So that's something you can look forward to. I haven't gotten to do an interview in quite a while. Here's an, a really inspiring part of this coworker letter. Mr. Flurry writes, our ministers are working with 850 individuals in the United States who have asked about attending services with the PCG. Each is at a different level spiritually. Some are very close to attending. Others require more study and life changes. But those are strong numbers. Outside of the U.S., our ministers are working with nearly 400 individuals. 
Their visits are complicated with travel restrictions that prevent in-person meetings, but we are working through these challenges. So there's something else to pray about. These people who want to take the next step in the Christian walk need in-person visits from God's ministry. That's over, that's over 1,200 people around the world who would love to start attending weekly Sabbath services with the Philadelphia Church of God. But they have to interact face-to-face with the ministry. That allows the ministry to discern whether they are ready. And it's also really helpful for those potential members because they can see how the ministry really lives and they can understand that these ministry, these ministers are living God's way. They're setting an example. They're not just talking about it. So those in-person visits before these people can attend with the PCG are so important. Mr. Flory talks about Imperial Academy, Herbert W. Armstrong College, Celtic Throne, the upcoming Israel in Egypt performance, which is one of the works of G.F. Handel. That will be part of the Armstrong International Cultural Foundation concert series, and it will be performed in March here at Armstrong Auditorium. The concert series is going strong. There have been three events so far, all electrifying in my opinion, and I'm sure in the opinions of many others. The concert series is a way to exhibit the very best the highest potential of the human spirit. Good music that, t- that takes years to develop the ability to play. It's such a culturally enriching experience going to those concerts. Mr. Flurry writes here, that global income will surpass $23 million by the time everything is calculated for 2021. $23 million in one year. He says that is the strongest year of income God has ever blessed us with. The church is debt-free both at headquarters and around the world. And holds some of its strongest bank balances in our history. We paid off our Gulfstream aircraft on April 16th. We added new television stations. We printed 210,000 books and booklets, including new offerings, Biblical Manhood, formerly online, now in print, China's dangerous move against America, and overcoming Satan. So you can see the income... (laughs) it's constant constantly flowing right back out there are always big projects to pay for huge initiatives in the work to push forward but do you realize how rare it is for 
a church to be debt-free. One of our ministers actually used to be the uh, one of the main accountants for the Worldwide Church of God. And when he moved on from that church after they fell away from God, it was pretty hard for him to find another job in accounting because generally church accountants do not have the best reputation basically because churches are always months behind on paying their bills. The few churches that actually have TV programs are many thousands of dollars in debt way behind on paying for that airtime. And so uh, (laughs) the poor church accountants have to really scramble to try to balance the books. Churches are not usually known as fiscally responsible institutions. And yet here, the Philadelphia Church of God is a shining light when it comes to finances. It is a giving institution full of giving workers. And by constantly giving, God blesses the church with plenty of income to pay for everything and not go into the debt trap. That is huge. That is really an anomaly when it comes to churches. There are big big things at work regarding Jerusalem. And that is a big reason why Mr. Flurry had that quote. No doubt 2022 will be the most important year in our history. Remember, there's going to be an Armstrong Mazar Institute of Biblical Archaeology. Uh, Mr. Flurry is going to travel to Jerusalem soon. He's actually gotten approved to do that. He had to take a health exam for that to be possible. But it looks like he'll probably have to travel there alone. So that's something we can be praying about for his meetings with officials over there and hopefully the start of a new archaeological excavation. And here's one thing I'm extremely excited about that Mr. Flurry writes about here in this December 23rd coworker letter. We will resume the public appearance campaigns this spring. I've been thinking and praying about that recently because I've had the opportunity to go to a lot of those public appearance campaigns and I can see firsthand how impactful they really are. Again, these are like visits, personal visits from the ministry to potential members These public appearance campaigns are another opportunity for people to see how God's ministers and God's brethren really live. Plenty of the attendees at these campaigns are PCG members, and they do set an outstanding example for those who are attending these campaigns and thinking about possibly joining the PCG. They are 
welcoming and friendly and they're not they're not too intimidating or scary to the people who are coming to these campaigns and also the people who attend these campaigns get to speak with Mr. Flurry in person and that that is always pretty exciting and they can they can get to know him a little bit better not just by seeing him on TV but actually talking to him face to face as Mr. Flurry says here these public appearance campaigns encourage our listeners and readers to act on what they are learning That is such a big part of God's work. Actually encouraging, urging action. That's the difference between a subscriber, a viewer, a listener, and a member. It's one thing to read or watch or listen, and it's quite another to actually Take that next step. God is the only one in charge of that. He's the one who calls people. John 6 verse 44 shows that. Not even Jesus Christ can call people to attend with the PCG. God alone does that. But how do we respond to that calling? Are we ready to take action. James chapter two is all about faith and works. You have to have both. You have to deeply believe God and everything he says, and also be ready to take action based on it. There's an example here in this chapter demonstrating that point. James 2, starting in verse 14, says, What does it profit, my brethren, though a man say he has faith and have not works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be you warmed and filled, notwithstanding you give them not those things which are needful to the body, What does it profit? Even so, faith, if it has not works, is dead, being alone. That's James 2, verses 14 through 17. Now, if someone came to your door, was starving and freezing to death, would that person really be helped by you saying, okay, have a nice night, and then closing the door? Now, of course, (laughs) there does have to be wisdom. We can't just be letting every random stranger into the house. It's a dangerous world. But as far as actually helping another person, is it enough to say nice words? To speak smooth things? Or do we have to take action? If we really wanted to help that person at our door... Wouldn't we provide a meal and some warm clothes? 
Now that's just a hypothetical. We don't want to literally pick up every random person off the street and invite them into our homes. Like I said, this is just an example, but that is what would help the most taking action, actually putting works into it. That's what's truly impactful. It's more than words. It's more than saying we have faith. It's actually backing up that faith with action. That's what helps the most. The action makes the most impact. And that's how it is in God's work. There are plenty of messages that you can read and listen to, but then there's the action. It's the willingness of the ministry to help you through any problem to visit you at your home, no matter how far away you live, to travel across the country for these public appearance campaigns and to speak to you in person. So you know how they really are and how they really live. And you can follow that example. It is a work of love and love is more than flowery language. It is works. It is action. These public appearance campaigns are a prime example of this. An example is more powerful than preaching. The way we live makes far more of an impression on people than what we talk about, even though the way we talk is important too. Mr. Flurry continues here in this coworker letter. What a different world we live in today compared to just two years ago. Isn't that incredible? How could any of us have ever guessed the way the world would have deteriorated in such a short time? He continues here, strengthen your resolve in your daily spiritual battle against the devil. We do this primarily through quality prayer and study and occasional fasting. Use these tools to strengthen your relationship with God, the father and Jesus Christ. Endeavor to study our materials more fervently, taking advantage of the literature, the key of David program, the trumpet magazine programming on KPCG and all of our web resources. Pour your heart into God's work more than ever. If we all apply that admonition, then it really will be the most important year in our history. 2022 will be the pinnacle of God's work up to this point. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm Grant Turgeon. This has been Behind the Work. You've been listening to Behind the Work. Email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for a new episode each Monday at 12 p.m. Central Time. 